tuning in to episode 5 of Excerpts from Aesthetical Sermons, one of the many online venues discussing the radical works of Joris Plank. Uh, before we get started, I uh, just wanted to thank you for your outpouring of concern. Uh, last week, I uh, had what was uh, likely a mild hypoglycemic event. And uh, upon professional advice, I took a day or two off from Joris and have uh, made what I insist is a full recovery. And at what a time, right? Spring. <clears throat> but uh, here I am going on and on about myself, when uh, really we're all here to delve into the mind of the Congregation of Aesthetical Philosophy's most well-known chief zealot, in a uh, formative sermon, the Sermon on Strolling, given early in his career, he paralyzes his audience by both demanding that they go out for constitutional walks and insisting that they stay in for fear of anyone doing what others tell them to. Well, uh, hopefully you'll be convinced of both arguments from this passage as the full recording is some 8 hours and 30 minutes, and uh, I don't even think the internet would allow me to play the whole thing. <clears throat> so, without further ado, Joris Plank's Sermon on Strolling. My friends, by which I mean my thoughts, suggest leaving my incommodious apartment to visit some public venue or market square, where wares are whimsically strung betwixt wooden post and lintel, and shrieking children confuse every tall individual with an arm's reach as their parent. They tell me to visit a manicured garden, where I might espy the governor's family eating pate. They tell me to meander the artist quarter, where I might have my silhouette torn from thick paper. And love, those thoughts, those invasive friends demand I caught and be courted, woo and be wooed that I might flourish and sire offspring, thereby extending my influence beyond and future worlds. Well, go into society, perish the thought, by which I mean send that friendly inhabitant of my mind to the block, so as to cleave its gregarious head from its overburdened shoulders. Does it tire of the thicket, bright with irritated chickadees, or of the stone piercing through the meagre soil? What reason have they to forsake such dilemmas for society? But the moment I move to expel these friends, to leave me with my thoughts, I remember that these friends are my thoughts, and I stop, for I daren't be left alone without them. 
Well, uh, I can guess what you're all thinking. Thank God he stayed on topic. I mean, sometimes it's like fighting through a jungle, but you forgot to sharpen your machete and find yourself marooned. Still, an important topic for us today. I'm sure that uh, many of you wonder every day if it's worth going out in public. And uh, hopefully Joris allowed you to come to the conclusion that you wanted. Uh, if not, uh, well... Well, uh, anyway, uh, thanks for chiming in again to Excerpts from Aesthetical Sermons. And a special thanks to uh, my neighbor Gary for helping me to get to the hospital last week. I'm sure you hated every minute of having me in your car. I, uh, I found uh, the ride most pleasant. You have a lovely air freshener. And, uh, well, since uh, we obviously have no sponsors, I'll just uh, finish by welcoming you to join us again next week. If you liked this week's excerpt, the next is from the same sermon, though uh, some hours later in the recording. It's sure to uh, make you want to hear the whole thing. Anyway, until then, in the words of the chief zealot, drink nectar and go penniless into the crowd. <laughs>